Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Alright everyone, welcome back to another live episode of the Easily Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Friday, October 27th, and we are the Get Spooky of Fantasy Football Podcast, preparing ourselves for Halloween next week and the scary NFL Week 8. We've got six teams on by, and I know we've got a lot of questions I see that our phone lines are already lit up before we even started the show. Uh, and so I just want to outline today, we're going to be going through questions. We're going to be, you know, pretty much getting you guys prepared for week eight in fantasy football. I want to go through some of the news in the NFL, some, some, uh, you know, injury news, some uh, information, some guys that I think might be uh, useful starters for week eight might dive a little bit deeper and go beyond the Antonio Browns and the Lev Bells and the Kareem Hunts and get some guys that you might be able to play this week that might be useful for your fantasy teams. I'm here right now. Dale and Armando will be joining the show a little bit later on. So you're stuck with just me for right now, but it's Friday. I'm ready to talk some fantasy football with you guys, and I'm going to start taking some calls. I see a couple people already dropped out. Guys, you guys have no patience. But uh, here, I'll, I'll start the show with a caller from the 660 area code. Caller, hello, how you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, what's going on? It's Nick from Portland. Hey, Nick, how you doing, man? Not too bad. Uh, I just had a quick question for you guys. I, As you know, in the ESF Fantasy League, my right. team is bottom of the barrel. It's right. garbage. It's an absolute okay. dumpster fire. And there's no salvaging this team. So my question is more of an ethics question. If I've got nothing to play for, I should absolutely not be fielding trade offers, correct? Um, because I don't, I don't – there's nothing that it benefits my team for. It can only benefit other people. So at so, what point do you drop out of the, uh, the attempt to improve your team? Uh, I'm just – really just fighting for not last place. Right. So this is, well, here's a, that's a good point that you're making here. And that's a great ethical question. And this is why they're, uh, you know, keeper leagues, dynasty leagues are very popular, right? They keep you invested, even if it's for next year. Um, But furthermore, this is why maybe punishments are useful in leagues, right? You don't want to end up last place. So maybe next year, um, for the Eat Sleep Fantasy League, for our, for our you know listener league and all that, we should develop a last place punishment. So, in your league, maybe it's you know last play. It, let's talk about a different league, for example. In a, in a different league, maybe we set last place has to contribute extra money for the pot next year, or last place has to you know shave their head, you know get uh, you know one of those temporary loser tattoos from Fantasy Loser Tattoo, whatever it might be. But last place should have some sort of punishment. Uh, some sort of a toilet bowl. And, um, and so to try to avoid 
ending up in last place. But your current situation, your current conundrum is what, you know, whether or not to field trades. I think it's okay if you're fielding trades, if it's in with the intention of you're still trying to make your team better. Even if like, let's say you're one in six, I don't know exactly your team record, but let's say you're bottom of the barrel. Right. right. And so you should still be trying to win every week just for the, you know, appearance of, Hey, I'm still trying to be in this. I've had crazy runs in fantasy last year in fantasy football in my league of record. I think I started either four and one or five and one. I missed the playoffs. I've had uh, seasons where I've started two and five and I've made the playoffs. So it's not to say that you're completely out. Um, There's (laughs) crazier things have happened, right? Just like a team has gone six and one doesn't mean you can't make a couple trades, make a couple waiver wire moves and actually be in it out of nowhere. So um, just even if you're taking uh, trade offers, just as long as there's no collusion and you're actually trying to make your team better for your team needs, I'm okay with it. Right on. I appreciate it, man. All right. All right, man. Have a good rest of your uh, Friday. What are you doing for Halloween? Uh, We are going to uh, a couple of Halloween parties the next couple of nights. Nice. Okay, great. All right, man. Oh, Have yeah. fun. Get spooky. Doot, doot. Maybe take some. Right on. No tell the, tell the other guys to sit high when they finally join on. All right. Dale, Dale's on hold. He's going to join the call in right now, but thanks, man, for calling in. All right. Have a good night. You too. Later. All right, Dale. How you doing, man? Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for holding down the fort. Uh, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good show so far, huh? Uh, it's an okay show except for the first time that I started it and you told me it was on mute. And so I actually muted it because you told me it was on mute, but let, nobody knows that because yeah. I deleted that episode immediately and started a new one. So. <laughs> and nobody good, was good, on hold good. for that. It's weird. I deleted that episode, started a new one, tweeted out the new one. And when I got on the new call, there was like three people on hold. Nice. Two of, okay. That's know, pretty good call. Two of so which far dropped out immediately. Huh? All right. Just Nick. Sure. Sure. Just now. <laughs> People have no patience on hold, which was really, it really sucks. No. I want to think. Well, can you imagine guys. like the, you, think about like the national shows, you know, like the ESPN shows and stuff. Like the, I mean, some of these guys are on hold for like forty-five minutes or an hour waiting to get on air, and some of them don't even make it. We, you know, the the way we work the board is we get everybody in that calls. It just, you know, you gotta just wait your turn. That's all. So. Yep. Yep. And we do it in order. Um, and so we, we do have a couple calls here. Dale, you want to take some calls with me? I'm, I'm going to assume that this first number here that's on hold right now with a 786 number, maybe I shouldn't make any assumptions. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take this call, all right? And I'm, I'm interested in that's seeing good. who it might be. Caller okay. from the 786, what's your name? How are you doing? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Miami, uh, Homestead, Florida. My name's Armando. Oh, motherfucker. I thought it was uh, Curtis. <laughs> Super damn hey, How's it going, man? Thank, thank, thanks for joining our live show. Yeah, I just couldn't get on my mic because I don't have any links. But uh, I'm here. I'll be on the show. No, man, just check the show email. Take, check your personal email. <laughs> I literally Bro, what email possible. Thundercresto at Gmail, right? Correct. You probably shouldn't tell your personal email on air. Considering I told everyone to have... on all formats, all formats, guys. Okay, so everybody, <laughs> if you want to send inappropriate pictures, you can do so at thundercrespo at gmail.com. 
Christian, I, I want to enter something nice really quick. I don't know if you, I don't know if you talked about this yet or not. But for the folks listening to us for the first time, if this is the very first show you're listening to, it's a little bit different than our normal show. It is live. You're listening to it live, it, or you know you can listen to it a couple of days later. We we save the episode, but we're doing this on Friday night. And uh, most importantly, the our uh, our quality isn't 100%. So please don't judge us on the quality of our live show. We uh, give some of the quality away so we're, we're able to stream live. So yeah. it's a good trade-off, and uh, I just want to let everybody know. Yeah, for some reason, when the show goes through the BTR, um, it doesn't sound the same as when we produce it and record locally. It kind of sounds like a sure. radio show. It sounds like an AM radio show instead of uh, you right. know a, a professionally produced uh, podcast on, on high-quality microphones. Either way, guys, right. um, that exactly what Dale just said. Just we do trade off a little bit so that we can come to you live and answer your questions. And we've got some people on hold. If you want to call in, the show number is 657-383-1195. I'm going to go ahead and take a call now from the 604 area code. Caller, what's your name? How you doing? How you feeling? Where are you from? I'm feeling uh, – I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, I'm right. feeling – a okay. Uh, a what's like another question you asked me? Okay. Uh, oh, you what's know your it. Name? You know it, buddy. Oh, Thomas. 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 Arnold is my name. Yeah, how's Thomas it going, man? Arnold. So you have two first names. I I do have two first names. That's yeah, pretty cool. Say. How's it going, man? Hi. What's what are you doing on Friday uh, night? Studying oh, for uh, midterm. <laughs> studying for midterm. Okay. Uh, well, before yeah. I ask wait, you a wait, different wait, question, wait, wait. Go ahead, what, what are you studying? What are you studying? Are you in college or high school or what? Uh, I'm in college. I'm in a university yeah. for networking, like system networking. Oh, very cool. I don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah. Like what's the name internet of the school? And shit. <laughs> uh, BCIT is the British Columbia Institute, Institute of Technology. That sounds. Uh, nice. That sounds like it might be a good school. Like uh, it's MIT, but, but Canada's version of it's MIT. It's kind of like the lesser. It's like British Columbia's MIT. It's not as like prestigious as MIT. It's not like I'm not that smart, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good school. That's awesome, man. Nice. So what's up? You got uh, you got some fantasy questions for us? Yeah, I had a question. Um, you guys are talking about you know maybe like consolidating your roster and stuff for the playoffs. And uh, this is my first year of playing fantasy football, um, but I'm four and three, and doing pretty good. I have a decent roster, but I kind of wanted to know, like, what uh, is there a good balance between, you know, picking, like, if I'm, you know, four and three, but other people are like kind of four and three around that area, should I be prioritizing most of my stuff going most of my players going forward for great matchups and great schedules or should I you know still be trying to focus in on uh winning the current matchups now am I am I getting too involved in trying like overthinking it you know too much a bit of both right if you're trying to consolidate your roster right and you're trying to get uh a Lev Bell uh a Zeke uh Kareem Hunt uh you know a guy like that a Todd Gurley maybe you're not looking at end of season schedule as much because you know, those guys are going to be pretty good regardless of matchup. So for example, Kareem Hunt's going to be inside my top 10, no matter what, even though he's playing Denver this week. Um, so if you're trying to consolidate your roster, you do want to look at schedule. You definitely want to see what's going on there. Um, especially that 
weeks 12 and 13 before you get into your playoffs and weeks 14, 15, 16 of your actual playoffs. But maybe you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself at four and three, or just assuming that you're going to get make the playoffs. So my, my honest answer is you look at it, it's a factor, but right now you want to get the best possible players to win now. So it's a factor moving forward, and there's no reason, right, you can't flip for a player now that has a good schedule coming up now, and then his schedule gets worse, he's had a few good games, you flip him again before the trade deadline. So, yeah, I understand. I think part of it was overreacting because I had a, uh, my roster. I'm in eight team league, so my roster is pretty good. Like, I just traded for AB. Um, I traded like Michael, I traded Michael Thomas, uh, Deshaun Watson, and, and some, something else for AB and like two scrubs. And so uh, my roster is pretty good. So, like, I'm four and three, but I've, I, I played against someone with Baltimore, the defense yesterday. And I played Jarvis oh Landry, and I was all excited, and I was like, oh, God. And so now I'm just sitting there at a 29-3 hole, so I'm just like, oh, shit. That's not good. That's not a good start, man. But, no, uh, not exactly, but, uh, yeah. In an eight-team league, you should have enough firepower on your team, especially if you got guys like Antonio Brown. You might be able to overcome that deficit. Um, it sounds like you should be okay. Definitely look at the later season schedule, but don't make that everything because you still – I mean, you're four and three – if, every, if everything goes right, maybe five and three. If things go wrong, you're four and four. You're still in the mix of it, but you got to worry about right now um, a little more than you worry about later. Just make it a factor, right? Yeah, you're looking I agree. at matchups as, as part of it. That late season matchups is part of it, but look, look at right now first. You got to get there first. Yeah. As far as Kareem Hunt goes, I'll, I'll, I'll get off the line in a sec. Um, he's up against Denver this week. It's, it's pretty right. brutal. Would you play someone like Alvin Kamara over, over Hunt, or is Hunt, you know, his floor is solid enough that you'd still probably go with Hunt? I'm still going with Hunt in that scenario. However, I mean, you are in an A-team league, so maybe you have two, two options that are better than Kamara. Kamara's still a solid RB2 for me, so um, unless you're, you're just absolutely stacked, I think you could probably get away with playing both of those guys. New Orleans yeah, at home. Pretty, yeah. Uh, Chicago's uh, pass defense is great, but their run defense is it's middle of the road. I think you can get away with some some good production from both Kamara and Ingram this week. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, well, take care, guys. Thanks for good, taking my call, and uh, have a good Halloween, eh? All right, all right, you too, man. Say it. All right, Armando. I, I'm sorry I put you on hold there for a second. How you doing, Armando? Fuck you, Armando. Jesus Christ. All right, so we got a couple more calls on the line. I think I think I'm gonna take uh, I think I'm gonna take one of these guys right now. Don't want to make uh, make you wait much longer. So caller from the nine two zero area code. What's your name? Where are you from? And how you doing? Uh, my name is Sean. I'm doing great. Um, the team's okay, but I want your reaction to uh, a trade that I just did. And okay, also sure. a, a trade that is being proposed to me. Um, okay. I had I had Devonte Adams, and okay. uh, obviously he's trending downward with Rogers going down and Hundley not looking too great to start at least. But um, I just feel like he's one of my weaker links. I don't have a stack team by any means. It's a twelve man PPR. Um, so, um, I got rid of Devante for Josh Doxson 
And okay. I'm wondering what your initial reaction to that is. My did I go too did I go too low? I mean Yeah, I think you did. And I'll be very honest, yeah. my initial reaction is I think you overreacted like, on ouch. one week of Dotson and and one week of uh of <clears throat> of your production from Adams. I still th- I'm still a pretty firm believer that that Devontae Adams is going to be decent, right? You're not going to get the wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two numbers that you were getting with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I sure. still think there's going to be enough there to make him – it's more of a low-end two for me, maybe, maybe even going a little further, high-end three. So it's not fantastic. I think you got better options right. out there. But I think if, if you're going to trade away Devontae Adams – you might be able, you might have been able to go for a guy like uh like Adam Thielen for example that i think That's is actually, is cri- yeah, that was that was the one i actually, there was two of them i proposed Thielen and i proposed Dotson the two different uh teams so right. the Dotson guy took took it took it first so but i was hoping for Thielen because i really thought the guy that had Thielen was going to get rid of him for Adams right. cuz he he tried to trade me for Adams earlier in the season um, yeah, I know. I was just hoping, you know, I'm thinking Doxon, he's, you know, they, they drafted him high. He's a, he's good, you know, he's got good size and he seems to have a, a good future ahead and the coach talking him up and stuff. And I, it's sort of funny. I originally had drafted Doxon like in the last round of the, of the draft this year too, but I dropped him because he got hurt earlier. But, um, my other trade is, is for, I have Mike Evans. And uh, okay. he's yeah, been, you know, steady Eddie all year, pretty Correct. much, just like usual. Yep. But um, I, I had a guy at work had proposed to me Amari Cooper and Alvin Kamara for my Mike Evans. Okay. And do you need a running back right now? Okay. Let me tell you, my running backs, that's where, that's where I, I'm, I'm really, it's been a waiver situation for me because I lost uh, Dave Johnson. I lost Danny Woodhead right away earlier in the season. So I've been waiver wiring my, my, my lineup for, for uh, I, I have Buck Allen, I have Bilal Powell, I have James White. Oh, boy. And I have Deion Lewis and Jalen Richard. Okay. Yeah. So I so think I need moving, moving forward, okay, so this week you might be able to play either Lewis or Richard, but you're looking to kind of solidify that a little bit. Alvin Kamara, rest of season, realistically, is an RB2. I, that's, that's where I'm at on that. Um, I think L- Lewis is probably an RB3. Richard is a you know, fill-in guy just basically this week. Uh, is a guy that maybe you right. can play, maybe not. Um, you, do, you do need another running back. I but know. trading away Mike Evans for, for that is not something that necessarily I would love to do. Um, Mm -hmm. so give me here, my honest opinion, I think you could get a little bit more than what you're getting in that trade. I am not hugely happy with, with Cooper rest of season. I, I don't believe that he's going to be fantastic. He's more of a low end wide receiver too. And Mike Evans is one of the three, four best receivers in the league fantasy wise for me. Um, I think the yeah. rest of season, he's still going to be a top five wide receiver. Like you mentioned, he's solid every week. You're getting about 12 fantasy points. Um, right. So it's close. If you really need the running back depth, 
you can do it. Um, but I think you can get a little bit more for Evans just based on name. Try to see if you can go slightly higher on the running back position. Kamara is not a bad option. Is it a PPR league? It's a PPR league. And the other guy, okay. he has. That helps a little back. bit more because Kamara's better. Yeah, I know. He's got Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott, and LaShawn McCoy as his starters. Right. And he's got Kamara in his flex right now. And right. then his other okay. running backs are just McFadden and Alfred Morris. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I don't yeah. I was going to. A proposed doing like a straight up Mike Evans for McCoy, or I didn't think he'd go for Zeke, but um, right. would that be something maybe? Like that's also that's or? also a good option. McCoy's got a great schedule end of season. Um, he's a guy that I kind of like, but if you can listen, the Kamara's trades is okay. The PPR actually helps. The guy's going to keep catching passes yeah. like like no you know right. like nobody's business. So um, that and actually helps a little bit. Cooper in the in the slot, you know, and what, what's his other receiver? Does he have another receiver that he might be able to throw in instead of Cooper? Um, let's see. He's got, uh, Michael Thomas and T Y Hilton. Oh, oh man. Hilton and Cooper about the same thing. Uh, if there's any way that you could do Thomas and, and, uh, well, I don't know if you want both saints guys. Um, Listen, man, if you could get another piece there, because I think you definitely need to get something at the running back position, I might do it. Kamara in a PPR league. I think Kamara in a PPR league is probably a top 15 running back rest of season. So it's, That's not, what I was thinking too, yeah. it's not brutal. You, can, you might have to do it. Um, it's not the best either, but I think you're, just, you're okay enough that you can get away with it. Right, and just hope Cooper send out some, just starts send out some other feelers. Here on out. Yeah. Right. Send out some other feelers. See if you can, you know, get in, you know, a, a couple different pieces there. Some guys that might be wanting to bail out because I think you can get a little bit more. But if you have to, it's not, it's not brutal. It's like a B. It's a B trade. It's not an A trade. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, right, thanks for taking my call, man. No problem. Have I'll a good uh, rest of your weekend and uh, happy uh, Halloween too. So we'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah. You too, man. All right. Later. All right, we got two 786 callers, and I know one of them is Armando, but I don't know which one. So I am going to just take a guess that it is the 786. Let's try this one. Hello, is this Armando? What's up, Rita? Yes, I'm here. All right, cool. So we got another caller from the 786. So I'm going to go ahead and answer that right right now. We got... (laughs) We've gotten nonstop calls since I started the show. So, all right. That's awesome. Caller from the 786. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's up? What's, what's up, Curtis? Curtis. Uh, what's up, Curtis? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Curtis. Hello, guys. How 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 have been? Good, man. Do you not work on Fridays? Honest question. No, I'm 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 off I'm off I'm off on Friday night. Oh, okay. That's the worst. That's the best night to be off at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like consistently <laughs> off on Fridays, you definitely yeah, have some influence at that place. Okay, so what's yeah, up, man? How can Friday, we help you? Friday. Oh my bad, not going. For, I'm sorry. Um, uh, well, right now I'm um, I, I need I need I need to win. That well, I need well, I don't need to win. I want to win this week. I, I'm going against the other guys in my league who's six and one, and I'm six and one, and he's been talking okay. shit all week, and I've been talking shit all week. So I need I need I need I need, I need to kick his ass. Okay. So all right. So. Uh, what's so uh, right, what, right now 
my all right, my 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 receivers my receivers week is um is Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, and I got Tree Kill as my as my third receiver. Nah, okay. now I I love Tree Kill because upside is his, his, he has like the one of the biggest upsides. But it's gonna get it's gonna get Denver, and that, and that kind of makes me a it makes me a, a t- look, just, just a tad nervous, just a tad nervous. Right. And my other my other receivers, my other receivers I have is Stephon Diggs and, and Josh Doxson. Um, okay. I can't, I can't get, I can't, I can't get behind Diggs because that groin injury and, and oh, I'm right. He kind of, he, he, he kind of, he kind of like um pushed me to the curve with that groin injury. I got Doc, Josh Doxson because that um I had to run prior and I dropped him because he's he's a sack of shit basically. Um. Right. And, and uh, so right right now just looking at that, I I, I put I put Alvin Kamara in, in my flip because I had um Lennon on buy. My other my other running back is um uh, is Doug Martin. I like mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara better than Doug Martin this week because I just I feel I feel that uh, I feel that Carolina run defense can stop Doug Martin and and, and it could turn to it could turn to a shootout and more passing than than than, than throwing and he he's more right. of a running back instead instead of instead of a passing down back. Okay. So, so, so let what me, do you guys think? Let's start with the wide receiver position. Um, I I would go with the Julio, Michael Thomas, Tyree Kill. Julio's got a good matchup. I think he, he probably scores again this week. I know the last week is the first time. I think he scores again this week. Michael Thomas does not have a good matchup with Chicago, but I think he's still going to be solid enough. He's going to get you 80-something yards like he has been every week. You're just hoping that he gets the touchdown this week. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. I think he'll be okay as well. Tyree Kill is where I'm worried. But your other options, like you mentioned, are Diggs um, and Dotson. I'd rather have Tyreek Hill. Uh, however, I'm not as worried. Stefan Diggs is the guy that's going to continue to climb my rankings this weekend because, yep. because he practiced limited on Wednesday, full participant on Thursday, full participant on Friday, and he's playing Cleveland. So Diggs is a guy that when I initially ranked him, I was worried was in my 30s. By the end of today, he'll be in my 20s, probably even higher than that. I think you could start digs with confidence, but I'd rather have Hill even against Denver. I think Kansas City's offense is for real, and Denver, while they've been phenomenal against the run and they're really good against the pass, I think they still give up some big plays, and Tyreek Hill will be okay enough to start over Diggs this week. At the running back position, though, even though Carolina is a scary matchup, um, they're not Denver, and I think Doug Martin has been solid in his three starts. I think I'd rather have him. Is it a PPR league? Yeah, it's full PPR. That's the issue. That's why, that, that, that's why I went with Kamara, because it's full PPR. You go Kamara. I think he sticks to Kamara yeah, on that one for sure. Man. Boy. Yeah, I got to go to my actual rankings between Martin and, and Kamara and full PPR. You have a, um, yeah, I think I lean. I think have I have a, Kamara. Yeah. I, I I actually have it flipped. Yeah, I have Martin over Kamara in standard, and I have Kamara over Martin in PPR. So there you go. Yeah. You you got you I got mean, your lineup set the right way. Yeah, because because with, with that different matchup, because I have I have I have Cream Hunt and I got True Kale and then I got. I got Harrison, Harrison Butler is on the kicker. I try to cover my bases on, on all the points. Yeah, you're good, man. Um, you're just, good. To, just throw it out there. I have Tyreek Hill ranked 19 and Diggs ranked 11. So if you really want to 
I would rather have Diggs over Hill this week, just based off matchup. Oh boy. I'll have uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have Hill, but I think I I think Diggs is okay as well. Like I don't think either one of the guys is going to kill you. Yeah, I like the upside of Diggs this week. It's just too huge for me. That's what she said. That is what she said. Uh, you did not you did not help Curtis right now, Armando. You just fucked his <laughs> position where he doesn't know what to do now. Oh my lady, let me. I it's, it is a complete clusterfuck now. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, uh, well, think, that did not help you, you at all. I but I appreciate that. I mean, I, I appreciate the help, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and continue listening to the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully you guys speak on it more with, with other callers, and I get a, I get a I get a better idea of, of how I want to work this. Okay. All right, man. Have a good weekend. I send you guys. All right. Get that seven and one. All right. Okay, Armando. We <laughs> we got more calls. You want to answer some more calls? Want to go through some news? What do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, let's answer some calls. I don't want to leave them on hold. Okay. All right. This guy's been on hold for like six or seven minutes already. Um, okay, let's go right here. Caller from the 614. Caller from the 614. What's your name? How you doing? Where you from? Yeah, good eye, boys. It's Chris Cole from Australia. Hey. <laughs> six. Oh, yeah. That, that number is a little bit longer than the other ones. Okay. What's up, man? How you doing in the Listener League? I know you're in the Listener League, right? Yeah, man. I'm in the listener league. Are you um, still in Dale first place? Take you... down the chip. No, I'm running five and two now. Oh, boy. Five and two. And I'm wondering why Dale didn't take me up on my offer. He didn't answer my message. What was he's, the uh, offer? He's, he's, there, little, he's on a trip right now. Yeah, he's not here right now. Oh, well, that answers that question then. That, hey, can I give you some fun facts about Australia? Fun facts about Australia? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Now, Australia's former Prime Minister, Bob Hawke, has set the world record for sculling two and a half pints of beer in less than seven seconds. That's our Prime Minister. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Pints of beer. The highest rate seven of gambling seconds. in the world? 11. 11 seconds. 11 seconds. Do you know what... Um, that's a yard glass. Do you know what a yard glass is? No idea. Uh, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah, like one of those big drinks that you get at like uh, at Senior Frogs or one of these like places that that college people go to here in in the U.S. But yeah, those yard glasses. I know what you're talking yeah. about. That's like a it's like a party glass. It's a huge glass of alcohol. Yeah, it's huge. It's got a big balloon at the bottom with a funnel on top, and you have to twirl it while you drink it. Otherwise, the whole thing just pours down your your face. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's our that, that's our former prime minister. He holds the record, and he claims that to be the reason why he became prime minister. So we my my question for you, highest, yep, is. Do they really? Do you guys actually use pints as a measurement there? Hey, that's yeah. an imperial measurement, um, isn't it? No. In 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 Mel in Melbourne, um, they use yeah, pints. Is, in 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 Sydney, we use schooners, uh, and in Queensland, they use ponies. So ponies are the small oh. ones, schooners are the medium ones, and the pints are, of course, the big ones. Um, 
Melbourne was formerly called Batmania. That's an interesting fact too. Um, no, I don't like that one as much. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. I've got. I've got. I've got. I've got one more for you. We okay. hold. We hold the highest rate of gambling in the world with over eighty percent of Australians gambling. That's probably Holy not wow, the best fact to have. Nope. Okay. Okay, that's great. That's why fantasy uh, football is popular over there, I think. You guys just need something else to gamble it's on. huge. <laughs> Correct. And, and our wombats, do you know what a wombat is? Yeah, those little fuzzy fuckers, yeah. They, they're, they're poo. When they do a shit, it is a square. It's a little cube. That's really interesting, actually. That doesn't sound true. Yeah. Wombat poop. That, that's... Hold on. Google. I gotta just... what, I'm ready. Square poos. Okay, check it out. Check it out. And, and while you're checking it out, you can give me some fantasy advice. Wow, it's what a was the, What was the trade you sent, you sent off uh, to Dale? I sent off, but he, he's struggling. He's on Struggle Street. Um, he has, he, he's been talking up uh, Ted Ginn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I if you didn't accept my trade, that's fine. But how about you send a counter? So I agree with um, that. 100%. He was talking, I think the trade was Ted Ginn and Tyreek Hill for Antonio Brown. And there was no, there was no response. Who's, are you who giving up? Brown? Who's getting Brown? I'm getting Brown. Yeah, He's not going to accept that trade. That's not a fair... I'd rather have Antonio Brown. How about your counter? How about your counter? What other Uh, receivers do you have? What's your roster like? On the Listener League? I wish you were in the Listener League, boys. Um, Dak Prescott. um, I'm starting Rex Burkhead this weekend instead of Todd Gurley. Um, Yeah. Well, uh, Todd Gurley's on a buy, so I've got Rex Burkhead. I traded um, Doug Martin for... Uh, Jay Ajayi four weeks ago so I've got Doug Martin playing now Good. I've got Tyreek Hill I'm, I'm starting Ted Ginn Jr I played Benjamin Watson last night I'm, I'm, I'm streaming my tight ends it's not the best uh, best way to go in a 16 man league I've got Paul Richardson I'm flexing him this weekend uh, I've got the Saints DST I've got Robbie Gould who cares Devontae Adams is on my bench. I've got the Seahawks mm. also on my bench. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, Taylor Gabriel, Mike Colbert, and Corey Davis, waiting for him to come back. Just picked him up off the waivers this weekend. That's a good pickup. Okay. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, you're okay. I, I, think, I would see. Yeah. I think Ginn is a I good call offer, this week over Adams as well. Yeah. I, the only what way I can see Neil trading is to give up Martin and Tyreek Hill. For Brown, it's the only way I can see him trading away Brown to you. Yeah, right, right. He, he's uh, right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No. Yeah, but that's just yeah, me. It's, Maybe Dale's it's, a little. That's okay. It's, it's hard to get Antonio Brown in trades. He's just been so con- not just this year consistent, consistent for such a long time that it's just such a proven track record that it's it's you have to give up a lot to be able to get a consistent player like that. That that's fine. I completely agree. 
but if he counted, I was um, more willing. I, I was throwing out an option and hoping for him to come back with a counter. To be honest. Okay. Well, we'll tell him. We'll be your fantasy uh, mediator. Fucking deal. Thank you, my Not friend. Thank you. All right. Hey, man, get yourself a wombat as a pet. They seem like they're. Uh, yeah. They're they're fuzzy and cute and very aggressive apparently. Yeah, they are. You can buy you, you can buy like aggressive. stuffed animal wombat poop online. Um, it's pretty cool looking. All like, right. They have a smiley face and everything. That's weird. How much is that? <laughs> oh, it's like a nine ninety nine. We don't have Amazon down under. We do not have serious? Amazon here oh. yet. We're waiting. Oh, it's killing me. I'm waiting for Amazon to come and start their services down under, please. Don't worry, man. Well, we're going to tweet at Amazon. We're going to see what's going on. Thanks, boys. <laughs> we have no problem. Have a great day. All right, later. I am right now... Um, later. Later. I am right now going to tweet at Amazon. Australia is such a weird place. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. It's kind of... It's different. It's different. I got to go there. It seems awesome, but scary. You know, like, we, can, we, scary get a free, awesome. uh, we can work there without a problem. It's a $150 work visa. Just saying if you ever want to go there. Well, I mean, we can go work. most places, Armando. No, but you can go li- live there and work without a problem, where you can't do that in other countries. We can do that in most countries. No, bro. You have to go through this whole visa long process where in Australia it's much more streamlined. Why are you trying to work in other countries? Uh, you can save money, uh, more better benefits, health benefits. Um, uh, if you're single for the ladies, there's lots of different reasons. Is that why you went to China for all those reasons? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely hey, weren't you with Erica funny. during that time? No. Oh. All right, so let's get into some fantasy news. <laughs> <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> Good to have you back on the show. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I, I, you don't really want to talk about last night, right? Dolphins. I wasn't on last night. Oh no, no, no I mean, not at all. I mean the Dolphins um, lost. Kenny yeah, Stills was the really best Dolphins that. receiver with only 65 yards. Um, there was a Leonte like sighting. Yeah, eight targets. That's kind of surprising. Um, maybe just uh, you know, Matt Moore connection because they're you know, working with the exactly. second team so much. Um, but uh, Jesus Christ, he, you know, he got drafted last year. People are people were actually kind of mildly excited. That guy's been a total bust. Um, you know, nothing. Nothing really to say about him. Do you want to talk at all about the Texans owner? Um, yeah, that I I heard about this this morning, and he is kind of a douchebag. But we don't right. have to go in depth about it. It's it's really fucked up. But it's yeah, it's so fucked up. <laughs> right. So here's here's what I want to say. Um, in this in this NFL climate, you you can't be so tone deaf as a, as a white owner of an NFL team where the majority of your players are African-American players who are actively 
pursuing to be, you know, role models for, for, for black youth. They're actually, you know, trying to evoke change. Um, there's constant protests in the NFL, which has been in the spotlight for a long time. I understand where McNair is try- like what he's trying to say. Like I get what he's trying to say when he says we can't have an inmates running the prison. What he's trying to say is use like some sort of colloquialism and, and, right. um, and say, you know, we we're management and we're not going to have our employees running what management should be doing, but you can't be so fucking tone deaf that you don't realize yeah. the, you know, the racial undertones of what you're saying. You're an owner in the biggest sport in the country. Like maybe act like it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins walked out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a super yeah. conservative think, person saying this to this guy. Like, you can't be, <laughs> in this day and age, so damn tone deaf. All right, that's all can I got to say. Can they find owners? Because they definitely should. I, I, I don't know. That's, and that's, like one of the, that's one of the worst things you could have said. Like, like pretty you have, bad you have to for also, an owner. Yeah. Remember, this is behind closed doors. He probably it's probably not what he intended to say, but you're an owner of a team. You have to be careful with everything you say, because and even this, like you need to be mindful, like who you're representing, right? Who who you're in charge of managing and who those people are are people who who struggle with racial issues, even though they're high profile millionaires, they struggle with racial issues every single day of their lives. Um, just because, just because you're a millionaire doesn't make you immune to what actually happens to, to, to black people in this country. So, um, and that's my, my two cents. That's all. That's fair. Um, let's go back to fantasy real quick. I just want to address that. No, I think we should. That's a good one. I think he's like borderline benchable the rest of the way, Brito. Can we agree on that? I think J.J. is a flex running back from now on. He is yeah. no longer like I'm. I'm shifting towards. This was a good matchup. Armando, Amazing, yes. he can't. He can't get to the line of scrimmage. It's bad. Two weeks ago, I don't know. Two weeks ago, when he played. Two weeks ago, when he played. This is. I'm going to give you a stat, and I said this on the air. Two weeks ago, when he played the Jets, he had 51 rushing yards. That's not good. But 49 of those 51 rushing yards came after contact. Yeah. How fucking ridiculous is that? That means he's getting hit and getting any, any yards he's getting, he's getting after he gets hit. They're only doing okay. That much. I... Their O-line, I don't know what's going on with it, but they're playing horrible. I don't know if Tunsil's not ready to be the left tackle. And, you know, Albert wasn't that good last year. Losing Albert shouldn't make this line this bad, but their run blocking is the worst in the league. So, yeah, that, I'm starting to have some sympathy after last night for Jay Cutler because clearly, yeah, mm-hmm. clearly, it's not. It was exactly what Adam Gase was saying. It's an offensive line problem. It's not a quarterback problem. All right. It's tough to watch, man. I, Oh, did you know that the Dolphins are number 30 in points led per quarter, per minute, or something like that? The only teams behind yeah. them are uh, 
49ers and the Browns. Yeah, they that's because, you know, their wins are come up come from behind, you know, end of the game wins against the Jets, against the Falcons, um against the Chargers. Yeah. I can't I can't remember who the fourth team they won against. I can I. Pitt- oh, Pittsburgh? Was it Pittsburgh? No. No. Let's just move on. Oh. I this Fair is enough. really bothering me, but I, you know, I'd rather just think of it later, and and just all right. Oh no, they got the Tampa um, Bay game canceled. Oh, um, the Titans, the Titans. Oh, that was a horrible game. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Let's just move on. Let's not talk about the Dolphins. This is just depressing. They lost forty to nothing, Armando. Forty to nothing. That's awful. But. If that's you can't not bad, them. it was like it was. That's not the was first game this season the they were shut quarter. out. <laughs> yes, yeah, Armando, no, but that's true. the second game in a season that they were shut out in the NFL. Anyone can score in the NFL. Yeah, it right. it almost happened three times against the Jets, and they just got in the last minute of the game. Right. All right, so uh, Armando, you got some players that you really yeah. like this weekend? Because yes. I, I want to talk about I... some maybe sneaky players. I've been begging all my friends and everyone I can to play George Kittle. Okay. Okay, you did do that, oddly enough. You, you, what, keep, what, sending so me messages you keep sending me messages to pick up Kittle. Tell me why. It's for Dale because they have one of the worst tight end defenses in the NFL, Philadelphia does. And George Kittle has become more of a focal point for San Francisco because he's a young, fresh talent. Um, right. And did you see what Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed did to Philadelphia last week? Philadelphia. They, they ripped them apart. Right. Yeah. So I just feel like if right. you're going to start anybody for the 49ers this week, it's got to be George Kittle. He's going to have a right. huge so, week. Let me, give you, let me give the audience here some numbers on Kittle. Last week, we get it. You only saw two targets to get the Cowboys. But the two weeks before that, 17 targets in those two weeks for a tight end, that's pretty good. Playing the Eagles, Armando just mentioned he mentioned the Eagles. They gave up last week 163 yards and two touchdowns to the Washington tight ends. That's a lot. So yeah, that's a good good uh, good matchup. So I, I got a couple guys here I want to talk about. We already talked about Alvin Kamara. Good option. Touches totals for Kamara in the last three weeks: 15, 14, 14. Over those last three weeks. In a standard league, he's number 12 amongst running backs. In a PPR league, he's number nine amongst running backs. Bears, middle of the road against, uh, against running backs. Um, and so, and they, they also give up a ton of catches to running. The, what, the, what the Bears do is they're, pretty, they're decent against the run, but running backs catch the ball a lot against them. If you look at the last three right. weeks, running backs have caught the ball 21 times in just those three weeks against, against the Bears. So I think this is a very good week for Alvin Kamara. Like we already mentioned that, but I, I think he's very startable, um, especially in the PPR leagues. You should be should be well off. I have him ranked higher than you right now. I have him at ten. You have him at thirteen. Yep. And I think he's inside my top ten at, in the PPR league. But man, that's pretty yeah. good for <laughs> for the Saints RB two. You get me? That's crazy. They have two running backs that could be are in the top twelve this week. That's that's crazy. You wouldn't think that coming from New Orleans. They're playing at home in the dome this week. Uh, I think that's a 
It's a good matchup too. You know, a good yep. scenario. Yeah. All right. What else you got for me? Um, well, I just want to ask: Are you buying into the Chris Thompson hype? Dale has him ranked ten. I have him thirteen. You have him fifteen. Um, he's yeah, just so playing I'm, like an RB one. I'm slightly lower than you guys, uh, but he, the touch numbers are there. Uh, you, you look at two weeks ago, twenty touches. I believe last week he was at uh, like fourteen touches or something like that. Um, so yeah. he is he's there. He's he's super productive. Um, and he's getting double-digit touches. I think he's had double-digit touches every week this year except for one. And yeah. when you look at a guy that is that useful with the ball and he's going to get touches, like you don't normally see a pass-catching third-down running back getting the ball 10 times at least every single game, but you are with Alvin Kamara and you are with Chris Thompson – which is why these guys consistently moving forward in a PPR are a borderline, they're borderline RB ones rest of season. And in a standard league, they're RB twos. No problem. Good. That's really good information. Yeah. Well, there you go. Useful sometimes. Yeah. Every once in a while. All right, Armando, we've got maybe uh, a couple more minutes left on our show. If there's anybody listening, I know there is. Uh, if you want, if you have any questions, we did have, um, you know, uh, a bunch of questions in a row. I know some people have dropped off because they were on hold for a while. We apologize. If you want to get any questions in before we wrap up our show, you can do so at 657-383-1195. That number is 657-383-1195. Um, a couple more Fredo. players that I – yeah. Before we – I just want to ask this question. How did you get Antonio Brown? Can you tell me that process? And how long did that take? How long did it take? Um, was it like a week-long conversation? It took about a day. I basically oh, really? said, I basically said, what combination of players and picks can I give to you for Antonio Brown? And then I painted a scenario in which I offered um, that, that trade initially involved digs. I didn't want to give up Dez. I would have rather have given up Diggs. This is a standard league, and I think that Dez will be slightly better than Diggs moving forward. Um, right. And Diggs, I think Diggs has more upside, actually, at this point in their careers, but Dez is more consistent. I agree. Um, but, you know, it, it just uh, it just took a, a, you know, a few emails back and forth. It's really annoying that, you have, that I have to do it over email with, with a certain owner, but... Um, honestly, Armando, and you, you should know this better than anybody. If you can communicate with somebody and you can kind of work yeah, out exactly. what they want, it makes trading so much better. So a little bit of trade advice, get mm-hmm. these phone numbers, get, get, you know, get, uh, get the trade juices flowing and you can usually get what you want. Okay. Uh, yep, I think, um, I think we got a call, but I'm pretty sure it's Dale. So I don't even know if I want to answer it. So I'm just going to answer it and assume it's Dale. What's up, fucker? Uh, hi, this is Joe. Joe. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Not Let's deal. <laughs> this is not deal. Let's start this over. All right. Um, all right, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Joe from Baltimore. Oh, uh, Flacco? Yeah, yeah, this is Joe Flacco. Oh, what's up, man? I spoke to your buddy earlier this week. Uh, we, we spoke to... Um, we spoke to Cutler. He's your friend, right? You guys are pals. 
Uh, yeah, I, I know him. You know, you know him. Do you know him? I, in, I know, uh, I know Jay. Okay. Uh, how you feeling, man? You guys are pretty much in the same boat. You, uh, you got your, you know, head blown off of you yesterday. You doing okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Why do you ask? I mean, uh, you know, it, it was a good game. Uh, I think I threw for uh, what around 400 yards, six touchdowns like yesterday. It was good. Uh, no, you you uh, got knocked out of the game yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is not funny, dude. Why do you think this is funny? This is terrible radio. Why do you keep calling our show with random names? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so yesterday, do you not remember getting hit and immediately putting your arm up, woozy as hell, like something was wrong? No, no. I, I, I got hit pretty hard, but I was pointing to the birds circling around in my head. Okay, that's weird. Um... So Joe, like who's the best who's the best running back on your team? Uh JGI. On your team, Joe. Your team. Oh, oh, uh Jordan Howard. Uh okay. Joe, are you okay? Yeah, it feels fine, like maybe Everything's good. it feels like maybe you're making fun of concussions right now and that's not funny. So, are you okay? No, sir? no, no, no. Yeah, I'm 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 100% fine. We we had a good win okay. yesterday. I, uh, I I played well. We're good. Because we just spent ten minutes talking about not being tone deaf in this day and age in the NFL, um, and being careful of what your comments are. <laughs> so are you sure that you want to continue pretending like you look, didn't have any problem with a concussion? I look. I got hit pretty hard. Okay. I saw the little birds flying around my head. You know how they do that in cartoons? You have the birds fly around here. I had that. I was pointing to the birds. Everything was fine. People are blowing this out of proportion. I'm completely okay. Joe, how many times have you thrown for over 4,000 yards in your career? Ten. Okay. It sounded just like Dale. was crazy. That is crazy. No, no this, is, this is Joe from Baltimore. I eat crab legs, and, uh, and I play football. Okay. By the way, the answer right. to that question is one. You've thrown over 4,000 yards once. Hey, guys, I, I appreciate being on your show, but i got to run. Again, uh, you guys, uh, you know, bo- both of you, Mike and Mike, are doing a great job uh, over there on ESPN. <laughs> uh, we, uh, I, I listen very often, uh, so keep up the good work over there. Man, all right, Joe. Tell Ryan to give us a call. Tell Mallet to give us a call. I think we'd rather talk to him at this point. Okay, thanks. I hate your new haircut. Yep. What? <clears throat> All right. No, no, no. We probably I'm here. All right. I just wasn't sure. All right. So before we uh, close out the show, I'm going to be doing uh, later on today and throughout the weekend, I'm going to be posting drafts. And so I want to take just a minute and tell our listeners about what draft is. You can join over the half a million people that have already downloaded draft. I personally love playing draft every weekend. It's my favorite way to play daily fantasy football because you you get the same DFS feel, but you can do an actual live snake draft every single week. You can get, if you want to try it out, you're not sure about it, use our promo code EATSLEYFANTASY and you'll actually get a real money $3 league and be able to play with us 
for free with that promo code. Uh, they're so sure about their product, and then there's not that many people in, in Daily Fantasy that are doing this, but they're so sure about their product and that you'll love playing draft that they're doing a promotion uh, right now that they'll give you your money back if you don't like it, up to $100. So if you deposit money, you don't like it, you can actually ask for it back. I don't see many people doing that in Daily uh, so if you want to follow me, it's ESF Brito. Dale is ESF Dale. Um, Armando, I think, is ESF Armando. Uh, yep. Dale is calling in. I don't know if I want to take this phone call. But play us on draft, man. I'm going to be doing a ton of these this weekend because there's a ton of money sitting in my draft account. So if you get a ton of notifications, just know that it's coming from me. I'm excited to play you guys. See if you can try to take my money this week. Dale, what's up, man? Hey man, how's it going? Uh, yeah, no, thanks for. Uh, you guys are doing a good show. Hey, you just missed our call with Joe, with uh, no. with Flacco. Yeah. Get out of here! Did I? Damn it! Yeah. How was it? Yeah. You missed. That's it was just, okay. That's, uh, it's really weird how we keep missing interviews like this. <laughs> uh, how, how was Joe? <laughs> was, was he feeling okay? Uh, yeah, he I think 100%. so. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. I think he's better than good, ever. Good, good, that's good. Yeah. You guys are doing a, you guys are doing a good job. I just wanted to call and uh, say, uh, you know, give you guys some positive reinforcement. Did, did you? Are you guys having a lot of callers tonight? Do you know what positive reinforcement is? Yes, I know what positive reinforcement. I'm, I'm, I'm appraising you for something you did with the treat. Just like what's my the dog. Treat? Yeah. Right. What's the uh, treat? Oh, what's the treat? Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll figure it out. All right, so positive reinforcement, for it to be positive reinforcement, has to make my behavior, that behavior that you're trying to reinforce, more likely in the future. Yeah. But when you tell me good right. job, it feels condescending, and it makes me feel like it's, <laughs> it's something that I want to do less often in the future. No, you guys are seriously doing a good job. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the podcast that um, has become uh, a big Hold on, Dale. Hold on. Hold on. I got something for you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> ah, nice. There you Good go. job. <laughs> All right. And I got something to pretty much sum up our show so far. Since I haven't hit these buttons at all, this pretty much sums up every time we try to talk fantasy. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. All right, okay. Dale. Since well, we, we already did ours, good. Dale, give, give us one player that you liked this weekend. Chris Thompson, top twelve running back this week. We just talked about him. Yeah, you did you? you, Yeah. Are you are you the one that has him at ten? I got him at fifteen. He is. All right. Yeah, Yeah, we 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 are all pretty high on Chris Thompson this week. So uh, I got to look into those numbers even a little bit more because you guys are making me feel like me at fifteen, like I'm low on him apparently. (laughs) So (laughs) he's been uh, crazy consistent, man. Fifteen safe. Uh, I'm going for the home run now. All right, we got a couple of of tweets that I I want to address before you guys go. Uh, Duke Johnson, he's been pretty consistent for the most part this season. We got a tweeter saying they think that this week he's going to be a top, you know, a, a top fifteen option potentially again. That he's going to be solid again again this week. What do you guys think about that? I think there's too many good matchups this week. I can't see it happening. Okay, what about you, Dale? Dale, just leave. I think so. What do you think, Brito? 
I think he's okay. I think top 15 is a little bit high. Um, yeah. If it's a PPR league, I'm inclined to think that's pretty close to what he is just because you are going yeah. to, to get those catches. But uh, in a standard league, Minnesota has been pretty solid against the run for the most part. Um, I don't see a top 15 week, but I think you could still play him and be okay. Oh yeah. I, I just wouldn't mention by any means, but yep. Um, do you want to make an eat bet? Just because we should make one. For what? Uh, Kareem Hunt is not top 10 this week. Give me top 12 and I'll take it. I'll take it. You're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Eat this. Um, nom, 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 well, no one's eating anything this year. Dale still, still hasn't eaten anything from last year. Dale needs to do his final punishment from last year. And it needs to be, I know. because we're, he's waited, <laughs> because we've waited this long, it needs to be, like, horrendous. He needs to eat something gross while getting his body waxed. Like, it needs to be intense. Yeah. We need to, like, it needs to be, and, we need to induce a seizure. Uh, I, need to, I need to be careful with what I say. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we've said something about concussions. <laughs> Seizures. It's not okay. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, man, he needs to he needs to pay out his bets. You're 100% right. He's really bad at this. Yeah. All right. One more question before we wrap up the show here, Armando. There's been yeah. a lot of talk about the wide receiver position in in Pittsburgh. And so Juju Smith-Schuster is in. Martavis Bryant is out. So the questions that I'm getting are Schuster versus this guy in a lot of scenarios. So would you rather have this week Ted Ginn Jr. It's been pretty solid the last couple of weeks or Juju? Ted Ginn. I 100% agree. I think another week, I just, I, when, when New Orleans is playing either at home or a few weeks ago when they were mm-hmm. coming off a bye, they're so consistent in the dome. I, I think you're going to get a really good week out of all your Saints. Um, I'm, I'm very high on New Orleans again this week. I, I agree with you, Armando. Give me Ted Ginn. I think he is a borderline wide receiver too. Like I'm starting him with confidence. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's bold, Rito. To say he's a top twenty-four wide receiver, I think he's like a, I think he's a wide receiver three solidly. I would not put him in wide receiver two territory. I said he's borderline. I'm nervous. borderline. That means he's just outside of it. Okay, all right. I, if right, I tell you he's right, wide receiver right, twenty-seven, right? I think I have him right around like twenty-six or twenty-seven, something like that. If I have to look at my rankings, let me just go. To, you know what? I'm going to ecfantasy.com. My gut tells me I have Ted yep. in somewhere around 27. 26. You have 26. There you go. I'm not speak. I'm I'm pretty much saying what I think. I ha- I, <laughs> I have my 28, so it's uh, we're not that far. Off. <laughs> there you go. You're not that far off. We're pretty close on him. So we're we're going again in that option. All right. right. I'm going to wrap up the show now. Oh, we got we got a couple callers. Uh, we got a caller oh, now. Wow. Okay. Because uh, I think I okay, missed one. Yeah. So we uh, last call caller from the four hundred seven. I think that's Orlando. Caller from the four hundred seven. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, it's Chris. 
Yeah, I'm calling from uh, actually Tennessee. I just moved here, but I just have a couple oh, yeah, of in-and-out questions. Before. How you doing, Chris? Yeah. In-and-out questions related to the burger or are they related to sex? Because it could be... Oh, um, well, it's always in-and-out. Sex, but I mean, hey, I've never had an in-and-out burger. Okay. All right. That got weird. Let's move on. What are your questions, man? <laughs> All right. So, flex spot, I have Adam Thielen in it right now. Uh, I wanted okay. to know either should I put Ten again or Adam Thielen. And then also, do you guys know about Luke Keekley? Is he in or is he out this week? I know he's under uh, confession protocol. Uh, he's clear confession um, protocol, and I'd go Thielen. Okay. Okay. So Thielen, uh, and then and what about – yeah, I'd go Thielen as well, by the way. He's just – he's been okay. – at some point, he's going to score a touchdown. But the yardage has been there. I, I've, been I've been waiting all season. I've been waiting all season for it. I, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think he's averaging like 76 yards a game or something like that. So, yeah, it's hard to average that. Game. It's hard to get that many yards a game and not score touchdowns, which is what he's doing. It's going to come at some point. I think this might be a good week for it. That's what I was thinking against Cleveland. I mean, they have a horrible pass to you, so. Um, and then also Doug Martin or Duke Johnson Jr.? Uh, standard or PPR? Uh, PPR. Doug, uh, Duke. That, makes it, that makes it closer for me. I'm still going Doug. Dougie. No, Doug I'm, going, I'm going Duke. Give me Dougie the dinosaur in a PPR. It's, it's very close, though. In a standard, it's not close. Okay. I think I'll Dougie go with Duke. Duke? Um, why Duke? And yeah, yeah I, don't think, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close at all. So why? Tell us why. Um, I think that we are overhyping the Doug Martin. Yeah, We're exactly. Over- I feel like he's going to get a lot, of, uh, a lot more work than he's used to this week. Okay. My thing with Duke Johnson, I feel, like, I feel like because it's Minnesota, they have such a good pass D that they're going to have to go to those – Short plant route. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly – that was my train of thought on it. 100% agree yeah. with that. And Carolina has a good uh, run defense, so. Carolina does have a good run defense, but uh, Doug Martin's been it's very – Doug Martin, though. He hasn't been good, Abrito, at all. Like, he's what been mediocre. He's averaging 12.2 fantasy points a game since he came back. I know, but he's not. he hasn't gone over 100 yards rushing yet. He scored, what, two touchdowns. The touchdowns are what's getting him over there. He's not being consistent. You can't be dependent off the, ru- the rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's catching a couple balls a game as well. Um, if you're, even if you're two not counting – yeah, even if you're not counting the touchdowns, he's getting about 80 yards a game. So that's, yeah, I'm that's just counting – if I'm looking at yardage alone, I'd rather have Duke Johnson. I'm not counting touchdowns because you can't count on those. I'd rather have Duke. Yeah, I disagree. I'm going to go – I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go Doug just because – and this is a PPR league, so it's close. But Doug Martin's going to get more work. Look at last week, 22 touches for Duke Johnson – I mean, for Doug Martin. Uh, I'd rather have him. Okay, even He's, against Carolina? Even against Carolina. I know that that matchup is a is a you know, bottom 10 matchup. It's not great, but I'd rather have Doug Martin. Okay. I mean, yeah. he has a good lineup coming up. I mean, he has New Orleans week nine. Uh, the Jets week 10, so I mean, if yeah. anything. And like Armando was correct, by the way, uh, Keekly in, in today actually was clear to play, so. That's so what I thought. I wasn't expecting that out, but 
know. Yeah, he'll He's be a out baller, there. So. Uh, well, All right. right, man. Thank you for calling, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week, hopefully. All right, later. All right, Armando. That's pretty much going to wrap up our live show. Um, you got any last words? Wow, that sounds like I'm going to kill you. Yep. <laughs> uh, you want to make an e-bet on uh, Duke Johnson versus uh, Doug Martin this no, week? No, I'm uh, not betting PPR? Duke Johnson. No, thank you. All right. I know where to – if it's in a PPR, I'm not doing that. <laughs> If it was a standard league, I would feel more confident to do it. But, hey, man, Duke Johnson is my boy. I've been saying that all season. I think he's going to – he's still surprising people out here. Um, and the more the more he continues to be productive, the more I think he might actually be the guy by the end of the year. Cleveland has nothing else I to sure play hope for. So. Yeah, and, and I think he's he's been solid enough. I don't know if he can handle a full workload. The one thing that coming out of college that – he, he, you know, people talked about was he has a little bit of durability issues, but he's been super solid, man. I, I, I like the guy. All right, Armando. Well, mm-hmm. that's going to pretty much wrap up our Friday uh, live show. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday. If you have any questions, we're on Periscope. We're on the SleeperBot app. We're on Twitter at EatSleepFF. You can find our rankings on EatSleepFantasy.com. You can draft with us on the draft app. Just follow us. East Lee Fantasy is our promo code. Anything else you want to mention, Armando? No, I think you did it. Good job. All right. All right, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy your weekend. Get those wins. Yeah. East Lee Fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.